You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. The Daily Music Business Podcast. What's up, legend? And welcome back to the Daily Music Business Podcast. I'm your host for today, Monica Strutt. And today's topic is the five social media content ideas that you can share when you don't have any shows or any releases coming up. Now, I know that this is something that a lot of bands and musicians have struggled with over the past, you know, six months, especially in 2020, my own band included. So I hope that this gives you some content ideas to keep your pages active because we need to be ensuring that we are always active. It's not just about when you have music coming out, you need to nurture your fan base in between times and keep that algorithm working for you. But, you know, it can be hard to do in this climate in particular. So I hope that it's helpful. If you aren't a member of my free Facebook group, Music Marketing and Mindset for Heavy Bands and Musicians, then come and join the community. Even if you aren't a heavy musician or heavy band, then you're still going to get a lot out of this community. I personally invite you in. Everyone is welcome. I do live streams in there from time to time, and I'm always sharing articles and the latest music industry trends. And it's also a place where you can post questions anytime and myself and the community can help you out. So definitely go and join the free Facebook group, Music Marketing and Mindset for heavy bands and musicians. And this is actually where today's podcast episode comes from. This is a live training I did just last week. And if you join the group, you'll find many other past trainings that I've done that you can access completely free. So yeah, go and join the group. But in the meantime, here is the audio from this training on the five social media content ideas that you can post when you are between shows and between releases. Enjoy. Welcome to a very impromptu live in the music marketing and mindset Facebook group, which is my free Facebook group for heavy bands and musicians. And not only musicians, but we actually have a lot of people working within the music industry now, which is very, very cool. Please, if there's anyone new to this group, do take advantage because within this group, let me tell you, there are international tour promoters, there are labels, there are managers, there are booking agents, um, you know, media, lots and lots of media in this group. So to anyone that's new, this is really the core reason why I wanted to go live is to officially welcome all the new people that have joined in the past week. Um, so if that is you, welcome. If you're watching live, I would love for you to drop me a comment and let me know where you're from, if you're in a band or if you may be someone that works in the industry. As I said, I would love for you to let me know. But today I really just wanted to talk about what you should be posting on social media when you have no gigs coming up, when you have no releases coming up in the very near future, because we all know like leading up to gig time, we're going to be promoting obviously the show or tour, whatever we're doing. And of course, leading up to release time, that is usually when we have the most to post about on socials between not only hyping up like pre-saves and everything like that, but obviously there's going to be, well, hopefully you guys are doing a PR campaign, whether you're doing a DIY PR campaign or whether you've hired an agency, uh, then you'll have a lot of press traction coming through. And that is also fantastic social media content. But a lot of us are in isolation at the moment. I'm in Melbourne myself and we are in hard lockdown at the moment. And that sounded like way more sexual than it needed to be, but we are in stage four hard lockdown at the moment. And it means a lot of us really can't be leaving our houses. We can't get together with our bandmates except over Zoom, of course. So, you know, we're all struggling 
traveling a little bit to find what to post. And even if you're not in Melbourne, you may be just playing it safe and at home and, you know, just generally not as active as what you usually are. So this is probably the most common question that I get. So I'm a social media manager. That is my background. I have a, you know, history of digital marketing. I was a digital marketer professionally before I owned my business. I also have a seven year media background. I was a music journalist for about seven years and uh, was also the social media manager of one of the publications that I worked for, for the bulk of that time. So social media is kind of my jam. And also drop me a comment if TikTok has something that you've really, really gotten into during COVID. Because for me, like, obviously I thought TikTok was like, okay, but I am like a hardcore TikTok fan at this point because, you know, when you're trapped inside, there's really nothing better to do than to watch TikTok and post on your band's socials. So before we get started, I did want to let you know that, as I mentioned at the very, very start of this live, my Being in a Band membership is actually open for enrollment until the end of the week. Now, this is a membership monthly subscription that formed about six months ago, and I actually have not opened it for enrollment in about six months since it launched. And it's really for those musicians who are kind of ready to take that next step, who want real world industry knowledge to apply to their bands and to their music career to really reach that next level, whatever that means to you, whether that be getting management interest, whether that be starting to get label interest, supporting bigger bands, that sort of thing. This membership is really designed to take your band from the local level up a notch. So what do you get in the Being in a Band membership? You get each month a monthly masterclass, which is a mini course on so many different aspects of the music industry. We've had the membership for six months. So currently there are masterclasses on branding. There's masterclasses on release strategy, on PR, on mindset and how to not burn out, especially during release time when you're very, very busy. And we have a whole bunch of amazing masterclasses planned. Next month, I have my friend Matt Bacon coming on board to do a guest lecture. And he's going to talk about how to really set your band up to be ready to be signed to a label. He works works with labels. He's also a marketer and just such a guru when it comes to especially DIY in the heavy scene. So he's going to come in and do a guest lecture. Aside from the masterclasses, you also get a monthly Q&A. So this is where we sit down and we kind of do some one-on-one coaching as part of the group. And we go through one by one, all the different members and see what are you working on at the moment? Do you need me to review any of your social media? Do you want me to review your EPK? Are you struggling with anything? Any, we often talk about like different advertising and different promotional tactics and that sort of thing. So monthly masterclasses, monthly Q&As, and you also get access to a private Facebook community. Now, the private Facebook community is very, very important because without surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals who truly get it and who are also treating music seriously, it is going to be very, very hard to succeed and have longevity within the music industry. A lot of people, as I mentioned, get burnt out or they get influenced by naysayers or people who don't believe that they can turn music into a full-time thing. And surrounding yourself with those sorts of people for too long can really corrode on your confidence in terms of pursuing music. So this is a community that not only allows you to be surrounded by like-minded people, but it's also a place where you can ask questions in between the Q&A calls that we do monthly, uh, get feedback, as I said, often reviewing EPKs and websites and socials and everything like that. So yeah, it's really a place to get the support from myself and also the rest of the community who all have different experiences 
experiences. And let me tell you, this community are fucking amazing. I say it all the time whenever I speak about the being in a band membership that the people in this membership at the moment who have been in the membership for the past six months are not only incredibly talented and in bands that I really truly believe are going to do some amazing things, but they are also so business savvy and so free in the knowledge that they give the other members. So if you are interested in joining, enrollment is going to be closing this Friday. So I'd love for you to go check it out. I'm dropping the link in the comments there. And if you've got any questions, you can just send me a DM. So let me tell you about, I've got five things here that you can be posting about on social media when you have no releases coming up and when you have no shows coming up. So the first social media content idea is about anniversaries. So no doubt you would have past videos, past songs that you've released, even past merch items that you've put out that maybe you've got, you know, a couple left. And what you want to do is you want to schedule in the anniversaries. So you can really schedule this in. It doesn't have to necessarily be yearly, but yearly is obviously the most you know, obvious one, but you can also schedule in, you know, if you've released something a month ago, you can also schedule in, Hey, like this video has been out a month and then you can reshare it and kind of get people's attention on it. Once again, what a lot of bands do is they go ham on the promo of their new single, their new video, and they go ham for about a couple of weeks and then it totally goes off the radar and then onto something else. They write a new material or they're in the studio again or they're just kind of focused on the next thing and they're forgetting to promote what they have existing out. So anniversaries is absolutely something you should be scheduling in. Even if it's an anniversary of a really big show that you did, maybe you did a big support, scheduling in six months out from the date or a year out from the date, you know, this is the show that we played. Here's a cool photo of us with the crowd, that sort of thing. So I love anniversaries because particularly, you know, if you've got say, you know, four singles out and an EP, that's automatically, you know, eight pieces of content, like potentially for a six month and one year anniversary post. The second content idea is really in, is really to support the local scene. Now, obviously, you know, when you're in the heavy scene, there's, you know, you're obviously going to go to shows and everything, but obviously shows are few and far between at the moment. So really about building other bands up. What are other bands releasing that are kind of in your demographic? Tag them, support them, and it's a very, very easy, easy piece of content for you whilst also supporting the local scene. So sharing other bands, building other bands up. Obviously, you can't be doing this all the time because at the end of the day, your followers are following you for you and not the other bands. But, you know, you may turn some people on to other bands in your scene that they may resonate with and vibe with their music. And likewise, I mean, the more you support others, the more they'll support you. So there really is a give and take. If you find not a lot of people are sharing your new releases or sharing about your shows and stuff like that, think about what you're doing, not only in your band, but on a personal level to support the scene, especially in the online space at the moment. The third content idea is really to remind people of your merch and your Bandcamp. Now, Bandcamp are doing uh, Bandcamp Fridays at the moment where they're not taking a cut of any of you know their revenue share from merch sold on Bandcamp and songs sold on Bandcamp. So making sure that you have your Bandcamp promo posts scheduled in once a month on Bandcamp Friday and also reminding people that you have merch. I mean, you should be promoting your merch minimum once a month, you know, a couple of times a month if you have a couple of different designs. I did an experiment with my old band 
Vanity Riots where I started regularly promoting our merch and literally we only had one merch design and that's not something I would recommend nowadays with print on demand. You can have multiple merch designs and it's very easy, um, but that's a story for another day. But I did an experiment where I started promoting our merch regularly and every single time that we did a merch post someone would buy merch or likely multiple people would buy merch from us. I think this is one of the most basic fundamentals that a lot of bands keep forgetting is is to actually sell their merch and to sell their music, especially on Bandcamp. And as I said, with Bandcamp Fridays, it's easier than ever to actually start making more money with your music and especially with your merch. And I love also packaging things up and doing bundles and that sort of thing. Tip number four is to document and I especially love documenting on Instagram stories because it doesn't have to be high quality and you can kind of do off the cuff stuff you can try stuff out and it's a really good way uh, to get people engaged because of the way the platform is and with all the polls and everything like that that you can do nowadays so Instagram stories is amazing for documentation, but also, you know, even if you're working behind the scenes and you're in the studio, making sure that you're pulling out whoever has the best phone in the group or whoever has a camera, making sure that you're documenting the whole process of the recording. And even if you're just hanging out as a band and you're like going to get burgers or something, you know, that is potentially footage that you can chuck some of your music over and then remind people of you know, to buy your merch on Bandcamp or something like that. So there's so much that you can do. I always say that every single time your band hangs out in person, you need to be documenting, you need to be taking photos. Someone once told me that Bring Me The Horizon, every single time that the band is together, every single date on tour, they have a photographer taking photos of them in different locations. So they have endless social media content. You guys need to adopt that straight away. And every single time, as I said, your band hangs out, you need to be documenting and you need to be yeah, taking photos and videos for your socials. Your social media is really the new liner notes for your album. So most people are releasing music digitally nowadays. So, you know, the way that we used to kind of get to know a band, aside from like interviews and stuff like that, was really about reading like the lyrics and reading like the thank yous in like the liner notes and having a look at the behind the scenes pictures that were often incorporated into that booklet. Social media is that nowadays, but then some. And lastly, the last tip that I have is really about sharing memories. Now, this is again, very, very obvious, but sharing memories from shows or, you know, particularly if you're a vocalist or if you're the songwriter, sharing about the meanings behind songs and what you recall from when you actually were, you know, writing that song and in the recording process. There's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of the time for my current band, The Last Martyr, we are writing in the studio. We're doing a mix of like writing at home and then in the studio and just seeing kind of what happens, which is really something that we've been enjoying. And thinking back, like, about, you know, often I'm bringing old lyrics and then kind of transforming them and uh, adding stuff to them and seeing meanings in them that maybe I didn't see when I originally wrote them and, you know, the song was about one thing and then it was about another. That is all stuff that we totally forget to share, especially on social media. So, Memories of shows, as I said, but if you can get your vocalist to do a video or even just write up a little post for Instagram or Facebook on the meanings behind some of the songs, particularly if it's a new release, but even if it's an old release, it's all relevant, it's all content, then that is really, really powerful because what you're doing then is you're 
having more of a personal relationship with your audience. You're diving into something that's so deeply meaningful for you, and then you're sharing it with your audience. I mean, everyone's going to get something different out of your songs. Um, and you know, at the same time, sometimes lyrics may seem very simple, but to the person that wrote it, you know, there's like three or four different meanings to one line of the song. So we often forget to share that with our audience and, you know, it's such a fantastic content piece for socials in building that relationship because that is really what it's about. Social media is really about building a relationship with your fans, letting them get to know you. And that's one of the reasons why I love going live so much is because, you know, I, literally have my tiny list here of five points that I wrote about five minutes before I jumped on this live, maybe about 30 seconds before I jumped on this live, knew that I wanted to go live. And you really can't hide behind live video. So if you can go live, go live, because that's going to further establish the relationship. They're going to get to know the real you. And ultimately it's your music that attracts people, but it's your personality and you know what you've got to say and your values that are going to make your audience stay. So let's run through them. So the social media posts, five social media posts that you can do between shows, between releases are first off sharing anniversaries, especially of releases and of video clips. Secondly, sharing other bands and really supporting the scene and building other bands up. Thirdly, merch and band camp, making sure that you are promoting that because a lot of people are whinging that they don't get paid from their music, yet they're not selling their music. Think about that. Number four is documentation. Particularly, I love, love, love Instagram stories. If you can jump on Instagram stories every single day, um, I know it's hard, especially during lockdown, but you know, even if like your guitarist is just in his bedroom writing, just tell him to take a fucking video or a 15 second clip of him in the writing process or him, you know, filming his computer screen as he's actually recording a demo or whatever. And number five is memories, not only of fantastic shows, but also, you know, what you recall from when you're actually writing songs, writing your lyrics, even if it's a riff, writing the riff. And, uh, that's really it. So for those watching the replay, I will leave the link to my membership um, in the comments, which you can probably see there. But yeah, the last reminder is doors are closing for the being in a band membership in just a couple of days. I urge you to come check it out. There is a free seven day trial happening for the membership at the moment. And you can go onto the page with the link that I just shared and read all the amazing testimonials from the members that are currently in the membership. And let me tell you, it is such a powerful space. It is my most favorite thing that I've ever created. And it came out of COVID. It came out of, you know, bands not knowing where to go next in terms of their music career and needing a place that they can go to be supported and to be kept accountable as well for the work that they're doing. So I hope to see you guys in the membership. I'm going to go live probably a couple more times this week because there are so many new um, members of this group and I want to get familiar with you all. But if you've been watching live, thank you so much and I will speak to you soon. Bye. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, 
host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now at Evergreen and wherever you get your podcasts.